my thing with the Hamptons is I love watching people not know how to use a waffle maker. Mm, mm-hmm. I see a lot of disastrously bad waffles come out of people's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> adults or children? Let's save this for the adults. show. I, I, Mike has an idea. I okay. just had an idea. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's start the actual show now. I got to put it on the show sheet before I forget hotel it. Hotel website. What was I just saying I had a story about? Or an idea. Oh, for. Waffle oh, maker. Waffle maker. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> hey, don't. <laughs> don't scoff at me. I'm it trying. I showed up. I wasn't scoffing. Somebody was, not, was scoffing. I heard a scoff. A I'm going back to the tape. <laughs> All right, kids, come on. We got to. We got to finish. We got to actually start Please. the show so that there's something. You're that the dilly dallier of, of all dilly dalliers, so let's not get all high and mighty now. That's true. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your sometimes twice-weekly podcast by people who uh, listen to the podcast, Too Beautiful to Live, coming to you from Dressing Room Studios on Mayfair Lane in the Allentown neighborhood of Buffalo, New York. I am Marriott Bonvoy Gold Elite member Bobby Pape, and joining me from the Deerblind Studios in the Mountain Room at the Ranch in Manchac, Texas, it's Mike, the gel dude Frizzell. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bobby. And in the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne Don't At Me Lundholm. Good morning, Anne. Good morning, Bobby. And in the Home Sweet Money Pit Studios in the North Rosedale Park neighborhood of Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH Van Harn. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Bobby. We're here to recap your latest week of TBTL. Uh, finally, after spending about 10 minutes talking about everything but this before we started, we're also going to do a little LRB business, a little housekeeping, and tell you how you can get involved with this here show. First, the business. Uh, Meredith, I know you're first on the list, but Mike was pretty excited about his idea, and I don't want he, him to forget it go. again. Yeah, he can right. go first. Yeah. So, <laughs> Odell Motel Homewood Suites has a story about a recent stay. Oh, you guys know me too well. <laughs> In Baton Rouge, and also, uh, Mike has ideas about hotel breakfasts. Uh, okay, well, um, yeah, I was in the uh, Homewood Suites in Baton Rouge um, a couple nights this week. Uh, I went to pick up my father-in-law um, because my wife did not want him flying alone from Baton Rouge to Austin. So I I offered to, well, she sort of assigned me to, and I agreed to. <laughs> <laughs> Go pick him up. You were uh, voluntold. Is that what it was? <laughs> I was drafted into service, and I I I, I uh, was staying in a hotel for a couple nights there. And um, Emily books me into hotels because she is she's not a Bonvoy member, <clears throat> as far as I know, but she is very much a Hilton Honors person. So. Um, I, I am either a pawn in her, her, her Hilton honors game, or I am a beneficiary, uh, to her Hilton honors points, but, um, you can I am, be both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I yeah. can, I can be deployed as both, but, uh, 
but uh, that it just means that I always stay on uh, Hilton properties. And uh, unlike the uh, the Hampton Inn at Northgate, and actually all Hampton Inns, it seems nationwide, where you get inspired by the um, the elevator uh, banner uh, ads for Hamp for them, I guess. Well, inspirational banners. Yeah, they're just sort of uh, for context, everyone. Uh, I also stayed a lot of Hilton Hampton properties, and we like to circulate these pictures of the insides of the elevator doors of all the Hamptons, which currently feature. Um, uh, lighthearted black and white photographs and color blocks of Hampton Inn logos with different um, how do you do fellow kids phrases on them like LOL and selfie and awesome sauce <laughs> and a dog with sunglasses and... a dog with sunglasses that's clearly not in a selfie the dog clearly did not take the picture and yet it says selfie no. yeah I had doubts as soon as I saw it I, said, I don't think he took that yeah Oh, and I don't even know if it's a he. Is awesome sauce? Is that what the picture of hot sauce bottles was about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And the part that makes me the most mad about the awesome <laughs> sauce picture is that there's like three or four bottles of hot sauce lined up, but then there's a bottle of cayenne pepper powder. It's not even a sauce. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome powder. Mm. Never caught on. That's topic, Mike. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so. I'm at the Homewood Suite, so I'm already a little bit uninspired because they don't. I don't have all this, all this uh, stuff pumping me up. But um, we we try as as much as we can to accommodate my handicappedness, which really all I need. I don't need like a huge room because I'm not taking my wheelchair. Uh, all I really need as a handicapped American is a bench for the shower, somewhere to sit, so I can take off my legs and take a shower. Because I can't get these things wet, they're twelve thousand dollars of electronics. So <clears throat> each, so I got uh, twenty four thousand dollars worth of electronics. I don't want to get wet, and uh, I, I just don't think that people understand, which is fine. I mean, they don't they don't get it. They book you in a handicap room. They think you've got a handicap shower, and a lot of times, what they think is a handicap shower or handicap uh room just means you throw a bunch of bars in there so like um i'll check into a hotel and i'll i'll look in the um bathroom and it'll just be a bunch of bars around a tub and i'm like uh it's not gonna work so that's what happened in baton rouge at the uh at the homewood suites um, and, but I was only going to be there for two nights. So I was like, eh, whatever. Emily told me there was some, you know, wet wipes in the back seat of the car. So, you know, I'm just going to go grab those and, and that'll be my, that'll be my showering for the next couple of days. I mean, I was in, I went many, many, many months without <clears throat> a proper shower because of all the medical bullshit I went through. So I'm fine. But the phone starts ringing in the room. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're checking on me. I'll see if we can get a, a shower chair or bench or something. Um, so I pick up the phone and, and she says, it's the girl who checked me in, uh, the woman who checked me in and, and she says, everything okay. I said, yeah, everything's good except, um, I need a bench. I can't, I can't shower without a bench. And she's like, oh, well, our, we have two rooms with a bench, but they're both booked. I'll see if I can, you know, get a, portable one and one will bring it down so 
like 20 minutes later, knock on the door. She brings two types of benches in and then she figures out which one it uh, it's going to be. And she starts putting that thing in. And and as she's finishing up, I mean, it takes a while to put these things in. It's it's complicated and it's it's uh, not complicated, but it's involved. And she's getting it done. And she says, can I confess something to you? And, and I said, mm-hmm. sure, whatever, because we were just chit chatting. And she goes, when you when you said that you couldn't shower, um, I didn't know. I really didn't know what you were talking about, you, that you couldn't shower without a bench because I had walked into the lobby and the door was really close to the to the check-in and I didn't have a, my cane with me so I just walked in like a like a normal human adult uh, unhandicapped and so she just saw me checking in and then I you know then I'm complaining from my room I can't shower I can't why can't I sit down when she saw me like as a fully uh standing standable adult I guess standing American and uh <laughs> and I thought yeah People just don't get they don't get it. You have to explain, you know, I I can't get clean unless I can sit uh, right here. But um, bringing it back to the Hampton Inn and that horrible bathroom door. Uh, when I checked in, I, it was um, it was a couple stays ago. I was checking in for probably seven, eight days at the Hampton Inn in, at Northgate. And I and I called. Uh, I encountered the same thing. Shower just was a tub with uh, with, with rails, and I I called and called down and said, "Could could I get a bench up here, or you know what? Could could I get some accommodations?" And they said, "No, we don't have it. Sorry, you don't." So uh, so for a minute, because it was a pretty big shower, I thought about, well, I'll just go like to Lowe's and get a, you know, I'll get a chair. I'll just get a plastic chair because that's what I sat in in Kyle. In in my walk-in shower there, I just sat sat on a on a um, you know like a yard chair, a fifteen dollar plastic chair. <clears throat> but while I was doing that, I was looking around the room and I saw that there were like these ottomans. There were two ottomans that were tucked in under the desk, and they were covered with plastic. They were like, um, yep, they're. I mean, it's, they're cubes. They're usually orange, and they have like a vinyl plastic on them. Yeah, it's yeah, vinyl. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant to say. And they were just right. <laughs> so I shoved one of those motherfuckers in the shower, and uh, <laughs> and uh, had myself an ottoman shower <laughs> nice. like for seven straight days there. Uh, I just had to remember to push it out of there so that the maid wouldn't think, you know, like who's this maniac? You know, like well. <laughs> A maniac like a fox, clean maniac. <laughs> anyway, uh, this all leads me to my uh, Mike has ideas, which I just had. Uh, Bobby was talking about the, we were talking about the uh, Holiday Inn Express. It has the pancake machine, and the apparently the Hampton Inn has the uh, has a waffle machine. I know I've been in the Best Westerns; they have some sort of machines too. And it, it's all awesome and it's all breakfast and I love eating breakfast, but I'm never hungry for breakfast at breakfast. It's a problem for me because, you know, part of part of what you're paying for is this awesome breakfast and I never fucking eat it. How about instead of the breakfast, just just a whole nother uh, Hilton property or Bonvoy property or whatever, just 
its own vein of of a hotel, o, Odell Motel, Holiday Inns, whatever, that feature late night snacking instead of the breakfast. Because that's that's when I want something to eat is like from eight o'clock on, not not in the morning. I'm never interested in the morning at all. So coffee, that's fantastic. Maybe a muffin. But at night, I'd, I'd like to see a, a large variety of snacks available in, in the lobby. I think that would be very appealing to a certain um, certain deadbeat uh, part of society <laughs> like, like myself. What kind of, I mean, what selection of snacks do you envision? Uh, cottage cheese, cheese balls. Uh, what else? Um, um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, a lot of research would need to go in. Just, just like the Bonvoy thing, you know, probably went through a lot of test marketing. I mean, mm-hmm. we need to find out what people really want to snack on when they're at the, at the hotel. Okay. I, I mean, probably a lot of like uh, pizza rolls, you know, things like that. Well, there's you know? like American the double tree cookies, cookies slices, right? <laughs> American cheese slices. There you go. Yeah, the cookies are good anytime. Yeah, but that's not a whole spread. That's just cookies. Some places will have a happy hour. You could drink your dinner. Well, as we discussed, yeah. the uh, the Homewood Suites. Yeah. Has, uh, uh, my favorite, when I'm in Boston for a whole week, I try to land at the Homewood Suites because Monday through Thursday, they have a pretty hefty happy hour layout. And if you do it right, you can basically get a whole free dinner out of it. You just fill a couple plates, take them back to your room before anybody shoots you mm-hmm. a dirty look, and you're home free, no takeout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm looking, I'm looking to shift it a little later. Right. Like you're you're done for the evening with whatever you've whatever damage you're gonna do and it's just time to have a nice little snack and then go to bed. Just a, just a yeah. nibble. A little nibble. A little nighttime mid- nibbles. Mm-hmm. Nighttime nibbles. I like that. Oh. If we title the show that we'll get a lot of downloads too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it up to the homewood that I'm gonna stay at tonight. Let's see Excellent. what they do. That's good. Grassroots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, we have a breakfast from from five a.m. to seven a.m. Uh, if you want to get up, uh, get your ass out of bed and uh, and straggle down here, <laughs> you know. No. How about how about you you have some nice snacks from nine to eleven p.m. and then I'll I'll just go pass out after that. How about that? <laughs> uh, I stayed at a Hampton this week, and I so I, I that's how I could envision the ottoman that you. Enjoyed so much, but, right? Right. Those Ottomans, you know, man, it saved my life. This this late night snack hour actually makes sense to me because the Hamptons have really tried to up their game insofar as their hipness. Like you go into the lobby, mm-hmm. and they're really trying to cultivate a look. And in fact, there was this. I didn't get a picture of this, but there's a little area in front of like the little conference room that they rent out to the Elks or whatever or Rotary Club during the day or whatever, and it was just labeled pre function. And I was like, okay, so this is where the pre-funk happens before you go to the Rotary meeting every Tuesday. (laughs) But then also there was this wall of radios, old school radios. Like they're just trying to uh, have this hipster trendy look in the lobby, even though it's just where everybody eats their breakfast and then leaves. So, yeah. Well, there's a dog with sunglasses that welcomes you (laughs) to the breakfast. What do you do with the Rotary pre-funk? I don't know. Lol, obviously, lol. <laughs> it's awesome sauce. What do you mean? <laughs> right. 
we've got a we've got a, an embarrassment of show pictures today. I guess I gotta. <laughs> I, I took most of those elevator pictures. It one you know because I stay at Hamptons a lot. Oh. I know I mentioned my gold elite status at Bonvoy at the top, but I am also. Ham, uh, Hilton Honors Gold, so not to brag, but Bobby, I I looked at those things. I've looked at those things probably a thousand times um, over the last six months, and thought about taking pictures. But I always like had groceries in one hand, my cane in the other, and every time I'm like, okay, uh, next time I'm in this elevator without anything on my hand, I'm gonna take pictures of all this bullshit. Yeah, but you did it. Well, Thank you. the the cray cray one is the, perhaps the most offensive. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god is that regional i mean i think so. i ugh, i That's i never horrible. i hadn't seen that one that one i've never seen in person that was a picture i found by google image searching hampton and elevators oh i'm sure oh. i'm sure they have it like in houston and uh, if i'd been in the hampton uh in baton rouge, baton rouge. Uh, it would have there would have been uh, the cray cray one would have been in all the elevators all of them <laughs> Well, thus, uh, thanks for joining us on uh, Hotel Motel <laughs> podcast talk. Yeah, sorry uh, about that, uh, Meredith. Why the face? Wow, my face is is having some problems this week. It's been a rough week for my face. Um, I was cleaning out underneath my sink, uh, just kind of tidying up under there. It was getting a little bit where you, you reach for something and knock one thing over and then the whole, everything in there falls over. It was getting a little bit ridiculous. So I was tidying it up and I found this eye cream that I I'm sorry. Are you saying that you were in the before, like the black and white before (laughs) image of an infomercial? I swept my hand in there and I was like, Oh no, it all fell over. How did that happen? You have eye cream under the sink. I put, yeah, sure. I have so much face goop that I have to find creative ways to places to put it. I don't put any, (laughs) I don't put any like cleaning products under there. It's all just like lotion and sunscreen and. Oh, wow. Okay. Stuff like that. Um, I've got it written down somewhere. I'll send you a picture. (laughs) We need some show pics, I think. Um, And so I found this eye cream (laughs) that I got uh, like, I don't know, six months ago. And it's a vitamin C cream and I, but I hadn't used it in a little bit and I was like, oh, this was, this wasn't cheap. I should, I should pull this back out and use it. And so that night I put it on and it tingled a little bit, but I didn't think too much of it. And then I woke up the next morning and my face was swollen as swollen as when I took sulfa, not realizing that I was allergic to sulfa drugs. Like my face just puffed up. Um, and I kind of, it was a Thursday morning. I was supposed to go to work. We have a team meeting every Thursday. So that's like the one day that I'm not really supposed to work from home. But I texted a picture of my face to my boss. <laughs> I said, I don't think I don't think I can come in today. This and- face is my case <laughs> for not coming in. I don't need a doctor's note. Here's all you need to see. And she's like, whoa, take care of yourself. Because <laughs> I could barely I could barely see through my eyes that my face was so yeah. swollen. It was mostly the top half of my face. Um, now there's an elevator selfie. Yeah, yeah. And it was all red. It was puffy and it hurt and it was itchy. So I was like, okay, clearly this is from that eye cream. Um, it wasn't really anywhere else on my face. And so I put it. I put some ice on it. I took a Benadryl and I put some hydrocortisone cream on it. And it sort of sort of got better. But I'm I'm really glad that I wasn't having to face anybody because I couldn't certainly couldn't put any makeup on. I 
would have had to explain myself every time I ran into somebody in the hallway and scared them. And, you know, it was just going to be a whole thing. So it was good that I worked from home. I was functioning just fine. And so then I took two Benadryl that night and thinking, okay, that'll be it. I can go to work Friday. It'll be fine. Well, nope. It was just as bad Friday morning. It kind of would go, you know, get better during the day and get worse at night. And today is Sunday as we're recording this. And I still kind of look like I got bad cheek implants and a sunburn. Um, it's definitely worse right when I wake up and it's getting a little bit better, but I have a funeral to go to tomorrow with all of my family members because my aunt died, unfortunately. Um, and so I can't wait to see all my aunts that I haven't seen in several years because they live far away and to explain to them what happened to my face. (laughs) I think if you get some tears going, you won't have to explain the face puffiness. That's a good idea. Just Just hold a tissue up to my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, would just, just assume that you're just a champion mourner. Ugh, that's a good idea. That's the only thing that's going to save me. Thanks, Mike has ideas. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I'm on. I'm way past the edge of a goofiness, and I'm on the edge of sharpness. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, oh, you're good. at your best when you're when you're tap dancing, Mike, which is mm-hmm. ironic for a man with no legs. <laughs> right. I'm I'm pretty light on my artificial feet. Uh, we're not going to use that picture of your face as the show. No, picture, you're right definitely now. not. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh gosh, poor thing. That's, uh, do, did you figure out what it is about? I think it turned product? evil. It, you know, these things have expiration dates, and I usually ignore them unless it's sunscreen because oh. that's really important. But I think I might have left it too long because vitamin C can be a volatile ingredient, and it can be a harsh ingredient. And I think it just kind of it went bad. Well, that yeah, that, that was my follow-up question. Is obviously you ordered this cream at some point, so you probably used it. Yes, at least once. Oh, I used it plenty. So it's like didn't... almost gone. Okay. Oh, there you go. So yeah, yeah, it was, <sighs> it's good lotion gone bad. Yeah. And the question is, are you ever gonna buy it again? Heck no. Mm. No way. Okay. Never. <laughs> yeah. It's like you you might have had a lot of great experiences with tequila, and then you just have a, one terrible one. You're like, nope. Never again. No, no I no, fired no, it right no, in the no. ch- That was the first thing I did before I got ice, before I did anything. I reached into the medicine cabinet, and I said, nope, you're going yeah. in the trash. Good lotion gone bad. Also a possible show title. <laughs> <laughs> I had an incident about mm, 10 years ago, I think, where one day – it just looked like I had kind of a weird zit behind the eyebrow, you know, in inside, not below the eyebrow, I mean, under the skin behind right. the eyebrow. And I was just like, well, it's sort of a weird zit, but you can't really see it through the eyebrow, or do anything about it. And after a couple of days, I woke up one morning and it had kind of swelled a little bit uh, to the point where it sort of looked like someone punched me in the face. Hmm. But... I thought, I don't know, I'll go to work. And I, but I wore sunglasses because I was self conscious. And then I got accused of going Hollywood. Like, one of the <laughs> directors was like, oh, way to go, Hollywood. And I was like, okay. And I took the sunglasses off and he goes, whoa. Aww. And that was how I learned that it started, had started, it had gone mm-hmm. on a rampage. It was just started swelling and swelling and swelling. And I thought, okay, well, I since it's on campus, I ran over to the minute clinic they have, and the doctor looked at it and she goes, "Hmm, well, that's interesting," which is never a good thing. And she <laughs> said, "Yeah, I can't treat you here, but you need to get into your clinic today. And if you can't, go to urgent care." So I ended up going to urgent care, and by the time I got to urgent care, I could feel it swelling, 
and it was starting to impede my vision on that wow. side. And they just gave me a antibiotic, whatever. But I think it was like a, I don't know, like a weird zit that got infected and just started spreading. Just like took crazy. over your face. Yeah, in a couple of days it was fine, but it was it moved so fast it was scary. Ooh. Well, Meredith, I'm just surprised at the at the arc of your experience with this thing because it, usually it's like as bad as as it's going to be like right away, and then it just recedes gradually or quickly or just. But it's always on the recede. But it sounds like yours just keeps like <laughs> it's sort of like trying to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's strange. Yeah. Mike, it's because she's so delicate. I guess so. She's a delicate Mm. flower. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I don't think of her that way. It's like the princess in the pea. Sort Mm -hmm. of. Somehow. But I guess I guess she she does I mean, Meredith, you do a lot of skin skin stuff. You're you're like you're a fanatic about I am. it doesn't surprise me that some of those products might go rogue it's, on it's you. It's interesting you though know? because I I try all sorts of products all the time and this has never happened to me. I never thought of myself as having sensitive skin, but I guess I'm the princess in the vitamin C. Well, you try <laughs> enough of those things, you're going to get you're yeah, going to get it's one bound to happen know. eventually. I was due, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I I don't I've never put lotion on anything ever for any reason, so I have no reason except your to... legs. Uh, well, no. just the stumps. I, no, just the stumps. no. Actually, that doesn't go on my legs. That that's a that's a oh, that's, that's a common misconception. Mm. It doesn't. The lotion doesn't touch my legs. Right. The lotion's okay. just to, for the basket. Right. The, the, no, the lotion is is it uh, it lubricates the putting on of the the neoprene sleeve, and then it's just on my hands, so, and then I have to quickly wipe it off before my hands become uh, dangerously moisture. <laughs> So dainty and <laughs> delicate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm already sexy enough. I don't towards... need. I don't need soft hands. <laughs> I don't understand how you cannot use. Like in the winter, my face would fall Mine off would if too. I didn't put lotion on it. Mm. I do so little to take care of myself. It's a problem, actually. Yeah, it's a guy yeah. thing. I think yeah. for the most part, we just don't. Let's move on to throw your phones. Um, thank you, as always, to uh, Holiday. No, excuse me, Hollywood Lundholm. There it is. <laughs> for organizing these uh, so effectively, uh, we have a couple of general ones. And what do you think? Should we should we take Justina's first? I'm taking a look here to make sure we do yes. these justice. Mm-hmm. Um. I will, uh, I'll jump into this. Justine is responding to last week's plea for throw your phones after a very quiet week from the listeners. I mean, we weren't, we weren't pleading for them. We I, just couldn't I, believe I, we didn't get a single yeah, throw your phone I think all surprising. week. Surprising. We did miss you, miss y'all. Certain amount of thirst. <laughs> Justina we writes. speculating. <laughs> OMG. Sorry about the lack of TYPs. I was running after a two-year-old all week. Uh, parentheses my cousin was visiting and didn't catch up on tbtl until yesterday which i knew was too late i was not hanging with ellen or sam or any other wagoneers but that would have been so much fun one of these days i will haul myself out to an event i thought about the ny but ny gave me a panic attack so i decided to pass justina i don't know why 
the New York show would give you a panic attack. It's the only one that still has tickets available. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank I understand, you. though. I yeah, have exactly. I have done that before where I have even pretended to myself that I was going to go to some sort of event where deep down I knew I wasn't going to do it. And as the time drew closer, I was just like, nope, nope, I'm scared. I'm scared. Nope. Yeah. Well, uh, Justina, we're glad to hear from you. And uh, we're going to hear from you more later on this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to listener Kate, please definitely make a quote, Midwest is a state of mind, baby t-shirt <laughs> it is it is someday we'll make new merch someday it's not wise to rush these things right meredith i want to ask you is michigan and particularly detroit is it midwest yeah or do you feel like you're in the east no we're technically considered midwest but you say technically why would you throw that in there? Because Are we're, you Midwest? we're in the Eastern time zone. So, but that's the only that's the only confusing factor. Yes. You feel like other than that, you're Midwest. Yeah, I think so. What's your okay. state of mind? So the baby? time zone thing's a bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all I'm all I'm thinking about is hot dish all the time. So it's got to be. There you go. <laughs> yeah. God, I want I want to go to there. Um. <laughs> Let's jump into this week's uh, TBTL experience. Jail, uh, dude, let's start with you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Uh, that is the segment. And Luke is grumpy It's because it's Monday, it's Labor Day, and he has to work. Wah, wah. Yeah, I worked all goddamn day just so that I could clear the schedule so I could go get Ed. So I, I was not in the mood to hear um, to hear from Luke uh, about this. And, okay, I get it. You're not happy. You forgot Labor Day was going to happen. And I'm not, I don't want to be like that guy on Facebook that said they should have to record 25 shows every time they do a live show so this guy can have a <laughs> fresh show every time he steps out of the shower. I mean – I'm not I'm not that guy, but you you done fucked up. You're you are working on Labor Day and you're gonna, you're recording a show and you're going to and you keep talking about how it it's going to be a short show. Well, why? You 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 went to all the trouble to get going. I mean, it's not like when when they're recording uh five shows for some sort of vacation where they, you know, it's abbreviated. I get that. You know, you're going to do 35 minutes, 25 minutes, set up something. Um that that's cool, but you're you're now live. You've you've hooked up, you're recording and it's just you and Andrew and it's it's Monday and nobody, you know, it's not like it doesn't sound like anybody had plans. So just do a show and don't complain about it. Just do a show. So and it's a point of pride with them that they don't do reruns anymore, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. have a problem with a rerun. No, it's fine. My or, or if you're not doing reruns, don't talk about you know not doing reruns. Just do your fucking show and do it the way you normally do it. Yeah. No, I like 
when they say they're going to have a short show because that means it's only 53 minutes instead of well, an hour and a half. That was nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. <sighs> just, just shut up and do your job, I think, is the short version. Yeah. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, there are there are lots of people who don't get Labor Day off and don't get paid extra mm-hmm. for working on Labor Day and all of that. It's just... That's life, man. We got a nice email from Bob Stein the other day, which is not really a a read on the show email so much as it was just a personal email to us, although he did pay several of you compliments, not me, but several of you. And he labeled it (laughs) happy. Some Americans have to work two or more jobs just to survive in this unequal society Mm -hmm. day. So, (laughs) yes. So there you go. Yeah. I know. Skyjinx? Skyjinx, woo. There was a lot of Skyjinx this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. First Some up, of it was even interesting. It kind of was interesting. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I got this segment. Um, the first one is, you know, the, the guys are flying home and um, Andrew was flying with his recording equipment. And when the TSA was tearing apart his bag, Andrew pointed out that the weird shape was a microphone. Which, which the guy was not pleased about. He he gave him. If some I had attitude. a nickel for every time I told a lady that <laughs> that weird shape is just a microphone, I swear it's just a microphone. Don't even worry about it. And you got to eat that thing. Yeah, are we gonna play Justina's uh, voicemail? Uh, yes, we're gonna play Justina's voicemail right now. Hi guys, this is Justina sending in a voice memo. Hopefully, this will make Hillary very happy. I wanted to tell you, in light of uh, this week's Sky Jinx, woo, um, my own Sky Jinx story, right before 9-11, I had just had my second kid and was back to work and needed to go on a a business trip down to Washington, D.C. On the way back, I was putting my luggage through the security screening and the x-ray guy in this uh, sort of burst of, oh my God, I think I know what that is, voice goes really, really loud. Hey, is that a breast pump? To which I immediately responded with, in a very loud voice, why, yes it is. Would you like me to show it to you? He realized how loud that had been and was quite apologetic, but that was a pretty funny moment. I was laughing about it for quite a while. So uh, that's my little Sky Jinx story. I figured I would share it with you. Bye. I'm not sure I'm the one who should be bringing back a voicemail about a breast pump. <laughs> well, I don't think any of us have nope. any experience with breast pumps, unless Meredith, nope. you know, there's a chapter in your I mean, life recreationally, I don't know about. That's my course, private business. I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> stop prying yeah. and stop. So I think the lesson to learn here is just don't don't talk to the TSA people. Just speak right. when spoken to. No. Keep your head down. Yeah. Answer their questions. That's it. I pack a microphone yeah. all the time because of this nonsense that we do here. And I have never once had my bag tossed because of a microphone. <laughs> it's not an odd shape. It's a very it's a familiar It's pretty shape, clear what it is. Right. They're going to look <laughs> right. at it. No. And they're going to see either it's, it's a microphone or a sex toy. But either way, it's probably not foreign to them. Yeah. 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 Right. Either way, they probably don't want to touch it with or without gloves. <laughs> Right. right. And I mean, I, you know, the TSA are not known for 
I guess their higher people skills necessarily. But um, I have had those impulses, you know, where somebody says to me something that I believe is obvious and I want to be like, yeah, thanks. I got it. You know, like, don't tell me. I know my business. Like you think I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up in Skyjinx, um, Andrew was on the flight now. He got he finally got past the TSA. And he realized that his seat had been changed. And he didn't authorize this seat change. And he spent a bunch of time on the phone trying to figure out how this happened. And they didn't really have answers for him and thought maybe it was an IT issue. And then he's on the flight and he gets called up um, to uh, get his seat upgraded to first class and he gets up there and there's somebody in his seat and it turns out this guy is also named Andrew Walsh. So they called up Andrew oh, Walsh that. and they, he's Hi. the fuck wrong that. one. This is crazy. I owe him a lot now. I was listening to this and I, I was thinking, honest to God, only Andrew. This is something that would only happen yeah. to Andrew. It's amazing. It made me think yeah. that I picture, I pictured uh, Aiden, Aiden sitting in that seat and then just giving him the, <laughs> it's just business. So good. I mean, and, and you know, it's, it's, I don't know what's going on with the seat assignment. I, I'm sure it wasn't Andrew's mistake because he's so fanatical about getting an aisle seat that mm-hmm. he wouldn't make that mistake. No way. And so whether or not it was the concur, is that what it is? Or is yeah, whatever travel concur, software. Whatever travel software the APM uses, or whether Delta just, you know, felt like messing around with him. Or no, it wasn't Delta, it was Alaska. Alaska, yeah. Those yeah. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> They've However, not been doing some great work this week, I gotta say, Alaska. Yeah. Get, get, your, get your game right. <laughs> However it happened was not Andrew's fault. And every twist and turn of that story, I was like, oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. I just, as we've discussed on this show that your ticket usually includes your middle name. So I, I have mm-hmm. to wonder how his ticket looks and how the other Andrew Walsh's ticket. Because mine is, even mine, my, my first two, two names are long. Meredith Grace is usually what comes out on my uh, ticket. Um, and so That maybe all this, depends. When yeah. I when I'm booking directly, I'm just Robert Pate. But when I'm booking for the side job through Trip Actions, which is their version of Concur, and it's terrible, I'm Robert Lawrence. Right. <laughs> All one word. I always come out as Elizabethan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? The my net end gets cut off. Wow. My nephew is going to be Victorian. Yeah. Uh, his middle name is Ian. Those are some sweeping names. I mean, that that, that encompasses a lot. Yeah. Elizabethan. If Victorian. you two traveled together, I would just love that. Elizabethan and <laughs> <Right>. Victorian. <laughs> we got it covered. Between us, we have a lot of history covered here. I did also like the part of the story where Andrew was talking to the other Andrew Walsh. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, hey, what's your middle name? And the guy was all suspicious. Like Andrew yeah. was going to try and challenge him through Steal his identity or something. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, was it for Andrew L. Walsh? Mm-hmm. And then the guy would have had to go and sit back in the back row of the plane. With the toilets. Uh-huh. Andrew really doesn't mind a crappy seat. And say, that's a horrible place to see. I, I got to say, that's yep. an awful, yep. awful place well, to see. Well, you get a lot of company. I mean, There's always somebody to talk to, somebody new. 
Also, you know, you also know when when it you can just get up and go to the bathroom real quick. Mm-hmm. That's the only good thing. Well, about I like it. that you're right siding it, but on the other <laughs> end of it, you always have to smell that blue chemical from the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. It's not yeah. so yeah. much the the people doing their business smell; it's that no. really overwhelming that chemical smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something I have not been able to get nose blind to. The few times mm-hmm. I've had to sit way back there. Yeah. Uh, my two flights this week, both regional carriers uh, doing business for Delta, both the same one, and both um, had no potable water for whatever reason. So we boarded the plane and they said, you won't be washing your hands today. Sorry. We have Ooh. wet wipes if you need them. Well, speaking of slightly disabled flights, um, Luke <laughs> was on a pretty scary one. Uh, well... That's not quite true. He he maximized himself onto a flight that was a replacement for one where the windshield had cracked and everybody else on the flight was totally traumatized. And Luke is like, why are these people acting so weird? <laughs> and it turns out that they had made an emergency landing there and were waiting for a new plane to get on. And that's the one that he got on. And so he, I think he was the only person who hadn't been on the cracked windshield flight. To, into Seattle. That's amazing. Yeah. That he managed to winkle himself onto that flight. And the real shame is that he bumped somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What? Yeah, um, that person had the worst day survivor ever. got mm-hmm. bumped off of that flight. Right, he because he wedged himself right, in there. Because he's always like... Yeah, he's yeah. a gold 75K member. Yeah. Bon Ugh, and it t- turns out that a, a listener was also on that flight, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. saw saw Luke, and it, it helped her feel a little bit better about the ordeal. Oh, and to be clear, I'm not blaming Luke for bumping somebody off the flight. Oh, right? no, that no, wasn't no. his He's fault. He's a Bonvoy he wizard. He's entitled. Yeah, he was <laughs> gaming the system. He didn't realize what he was doing. It's my third favorite Who song. <laughs> <laughs> he played a mean pinball. Like, Got to say that. It just, you know, it sucks for somebody. Sure does. Oh, totally. I mean, now it double sucks for them because they right. got, yeah, they got uh, emergency landed. Now they're stuck in Minneapolis yeah. for God knows how long. There are worse. Sounds like several hours. <laughs> yep. A lot of nice tall blonde women, though. Yeah, I mean, yep. That's consolation. Good restaurants. No, Minneapolis Airport, as far as airports it's go. Not bad, yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, uh, we checked with uh, our inside source in Alaska, and it was indeed quite the cracked windshield situation. Uh, Hillary, who is busy doing something that isn't talking to us this morning. I don't remember what. Having tacos. Oh, right. Selfish. I'm right. upset. She chose mm-hmm. torchies over us. I can't believe it. So oh man, I'm, I'm guessing torches. I'm gonna get some torches, right? I mean, where else would you go? Um, yeah. Oof. Well, she and I checked with Will, and uh, and it was indeed a cracked windshield situation. So, just we we got the inside fact on that, but even he wasn't quite sure how how uh, Luke managed to weasel his way into that flight. I am scared of cracked windshields. Not not in planes, uh, yeah. obviously in, in planes, but in cars. I had one once that was kind of at the base of my front windshield and it was seemed pretty stable, but I had it in for an oil change and, you know, they give you a free coupon for the car wash. And I asked the person 
I was cracking my windshield. Is the high pressure water, is that going to be a problem to go Ooh. through the car wash? And she was like, no, 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 it should be fine. So I go through and I'm sitting in the car wash and the jets come on and hit the crack and it goes <gasps> and it starts spreading. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, what do I do? What do I do? You think and, you're going to be covered in that rainbow uh, soap? Exactly. <laughs> so here I am. Here I'm it trapped. comes. I'm trapped. The soap is coming. <laughs> the 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 air jets are coming. The oh, God. fry guy tumbler rollers are coming, and I'm like, stop, please. And it split out to about I don't know a foot maybe 15 inches and stopped, but (laughs) it was quite the three minutes. Let me tell (laughs) you. Can you just, I I've never done it at the car wash. Can you just get out of there? No, Mm -mm. it's a drive through car wash. Yeah. No, they're still getting out in the middle of that. There's usually cars behind you, cars in front of you. You're cooked. Okay. Okay. And there's no, I'm just thinking about like your normal, like gas station car wash where, you know, once you're in, you're the guy. No, these are and assembly just... line operations. Oh, yeah, it's shit. all automated. Oh, so shit. you are sitting inside you're the gonna car get and rainbowed. there's no way to stop anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't get the hot wax, did you? Oof. Ooh, <laughs> luckily not. <laughs> uh, undercoating. Oh, hello. <laughs> Don't rust so proof now... me, please. I don't I want it. I have just a, a little bit of car wash PTSD. So whenever I go through the car wash, I'm always like, am I any cracks? What's the windshield look like? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Look at all. Any dings? Any cracks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emily is really, she worries so much. Like whenever there's any, even the slightest crack in a windshield, she must have had a situation like that happen to her at some point. Because like there's a ding in, in my windshield and she's always like, well, are you going to take care of that before it? Like, you know, I'm like, it's a fucking ding. I don't, you know, I don't know. Whatever, you know. But uh, but somewhere, uh, I guess this does happen now that I've heard your story, that that shit just goes nuts on you. I feel like with all my beater shitty cars in college, high school, I think I perpetually had a cracked windshield. But I also was not getting my car washed because I was cheap and poor. (laughs) True, (laughs) true. Both things are true. Yeah, I was going to say, Gregory's had a a really long crack. Like it started on his side of the windshield. And then he would um, put his finger on the side of his nose and mark where the end of it was. And it kept growing and growing and growing. And you'd see these little dots on the windshield (laughs) every once in a while. And... uh, and I'm wondering why this never happened. And it just occurred to me that he never washes that truck. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, may I remind you, this was a complimentary car wash that mm. came with the oil change. Right. So. Of <laughs> there was a car wash in our old neighborhood in North Austin that uh, Emily um, warned me against uh, and, and said that it, that uh, it, that, that car wash was more or less just an experience in a, uh, and someone taking your car antenna off and beating your car with it and then putting your car antenna back on. And so I never went to that car wash. And then we were getting gas there because we often did. And I witnessed an argument between a car wash patron and the and the owner of the of the gas station. And he was very upset about what the car wash had done to his yeah. car. 
very upset and he was telling me, my mother's a lawyer and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to file suit against you and all this. And, and I'm like, oh, dude, no, oh, if only, if only Emily had, had gotten a hold of this guy and said, no, 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 no. Uh, the $10 ultimate is not the way you want to go. You want to go with $12 and don't drive through there at all. Just pay $12 and then don't put your car through that car wash. And you'll be much happier. The last time I had a cracked windshield was right after I bought my Corolla. And it was, you know, it, something dinged it like a week, two weeks after we got the car. It happened almost immediately. And I had to wait couple of months to get a new windshield because they weren't making replacement windshields yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sucked. Because <laughs> I guess yeah. they, you know, they make an extra batch of them, basically. And then all the companies that make the knockoff windshields start making the cheap ones. But because the car was so new. You got to go did. to the dealer. Oh, yeah, it's a $1,700 uh, right. uh, windshield there. And we'll get it for you. Yeah. And the glass we built coverage. one on spec for you. Glass coverage doesn't count. Yeah, I just need to go down to Corning at the Museum of Glass and have someone blow me one. (laughs) (laughs) Be cheaper than the dealership. And it's also just beautiful. Um, Let's head to On Our Media. Um, Bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. bum. Yeah, that's enough of that. Andrew wants to talk about baseball commercials on the radio, even though the after these messages, after these messages, Listeners hate that annual episode. Of course, Luke loves the idea and wants in. I don't think I actually have to say that much more because I think the throw your phone from Sam really, really nails this. This is uh, written like a play. Andrew, gosh, folks sure hate the episode of After These Messages that I do about baseball radio commercials. (laughs) Luke, well, the only rational choice is for us to reenact it right now. Give me a brark. And scene. (laughs) Thanks, Sam. Yep. That pretty I much nails technically, it. technically listened to this. I couldn't tell you what commercials they were talking Me about either. or anything. Because whenever they get into that, my brain just switches off. Was there some regional commercial talk, too? Because I really always tune that out. Yes. That's exactly what it was. Because these are the commercials <laughs> that, that get bought in super mass, you know, super huge blocks. And so 40 times during a baseball game, you hear... Uh, something about a varicose vein center or something right. about boner pills or, <laughs> right. uh-huh. yeah, or the uh-huh. casino. Trucks, trucks, and more trucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Wayne Brady's going to be Jay inside Dino. of Niagara. Tell him the bone set you. Yeah. Whoa, what? Wayne Brady? Actually, he is. He's going to be at the Seneca Niagara. <laughs> Saw the billboards oh, in that case. today. <laughs> He's got a weird little soul patch thing going on. It's not good. <laughs> That's it. On your media, it's nice and short this week. All right, let's go to news you can't use. So a very surprising person, as they teased it, is trying to copyright the phrase Taco Tuesday. That's right, it's LeBron. (laughs) Because he makes, what, Instagram videos with his kids shouting Taco Tuesday? So It wasn't surprising at all to me because I have seen the video. I mean, it was a pretty popular video i mean you couldn't avoid it if you were consume any sports media like taco tuesday okay that's cool i i'm not in favor of him you know like trying to like, <laughs> trying to copyright a stupid phrase or whatever but 
but to tell me that it was going to be surprising that LeBron James <laughs> was doing it, well, no, he's mm-hmm. been screaming Taco Tuesday into a fucking camera for two months, and he's the most famous athlete <laughs> on the planet. So good point. I'm not super surprised that who who is it? What? Who would do that? Oh, the guy who's been screaming Taco Tuesday into a camera. Should we? Should super we famous guy. Copyright sellout Sunday for our new podcast about athletes who run to franchises where they can win. Oh, don't get me started. Don't even get me started. Well, as a former Taco John's employee, I had a couple of thoughts about this. Taco John's, as they mentioned, <laughs> does hold the copyright for this phrase. Everywhere oh, wow. New Jersey. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> someone else what, has What it happened in New, in Jersey, New right? Jersey? Someone was squatting on it? I mean. Somebody else got it first, I guess. A local business in first. New Jersey picked it up. Ah, and, and they so got it just for, for New Jersey, Jones right? Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. And Taco so, John's won't pony up the dough to 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 purchase it, or they're know. just it's not for sale. It's a point of pride. It's I mean, Taco I Tuesday here Taco in New John's, Jersey, and <laughs> I don't know that Taco John's is, has any franchises in New Jersey. That's right. Really, more of a Midwest, they, they don't care West kind of thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're just trying to protect their their business by getting it for the whole country. But, mm-hmm. you know, as a person who has dealt with more than a few Taco Tuesdays <laughs> in their <laughs> teenage years, I was like, damn right, LeBron doesn't get to <laughs> lay claim to Taco Tuesday. There was is a it a couple... frenzy? Is it is, it, is Taco no. Tuesday a, a No, thing? it was, I mean, back when I was there, it was two tacos, two hard shell tacos for 99 cents. So I'd take it was that right cheap. now. Cheap. So there was this couple that used to come in, an older man and a woman that would come in on Tuesday morning around 11, and they would always, on Taco Tuesday, they would get 40 hard shell tacos, extra meat, light on the lettuce, and you would have to make 40 tacos and a taco burger. Extra meat? That seems like that should be an extra charge, because there's your food cost. Yeah, I don't remember how that all worked out, but you would have to make the taco burger first, and then the man would eat it while he was waiting. They were waiting for you to make the 40 (laughs) tacos. And apparently they took them home and put a bunch of them in the freezer, and I don't know how that works. Lettuce in the fresh lettuce in the freezer. It would take them out throughout the week and eat them. That's that's 5.714 tacos a day Mm -hmm. for the week, and there's two of them, so... It's probably like a three and three a day. It's one a meal for the entire week. Yep. Yeah. Hey, okay. So Emily, her grandma, who lived to, uh, I think, 108, 109, 110, somewhere in there. um, Dang. I mean, she was quite elderly while she was taking care of Emily in certain, you know, situations or whatever uh and and she would uh go to arby's for the five for five and she would get she would get the five roast beef sandwiches but she would buy them in bulk just like these folks did and put them in the freezer and so emily um i think would be much more amenable to my arby's fetish um had she not endured these frozen (laughs) sure five for five sandwiches throughout her youth, you know, cause I mean, she's still, she has a soft spot for certain Arby's things and, and indulges me on Arby's, but I, I just, there's something there that's just not right between her and Arby's because of what her grandmother mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. to her be- God, Arby's. because mm. legendarily frugal. I, if there's any, 
any traits that that Emily dislikes about me are mostly related to my cheapness mm-hmm. and 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 mostly she has stories about her grandma that that yeah. relate to the that sounds like something my dislikes, depression era grandparents would have done mm-hmm. yeah. I well, don't think my grandmother ever bought ketchup at the store because she always took the packets home from. Sure. McDonald's oh, we have a little plastic yeah. container in the fridge of packets sure. of things that don't need to be refrigerated, like Taco Bell hot sauce and ketchup uh-huh. Uh-huh. and soy sauce. I keep some of that stuff. I'm, Why I admit it. do we I admit need it. this? Dipping sauces that I didn't need to use. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I might, I might have something that I might need to be some do some dipping with, you know, later this week. So let's just keep the dipping sauce. Just keep an eye on those dates. You don't want to put that on your face after it's, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, imagine putting some some hot sauce in your mouth. Oh, I don't uh, touch that bit. Makes your tongue swell. Yeah. No. I mean, Mike Mike says he doesn't use any lotion. It's because he puts honey mustard sauce (laughs) on his (laughs) face. No, no, I just have uh, hotel lotions from, you know. 1999 or, or whatever. So, who knows what the fuck that's going to do to you? Uh, I I still keep forgetting to take all. So I bring home all the toiletries from the hotels, and I hoard them. And I've been meaning to donate. I love them you, Bobby. I've never them. loved you more than I love you right now. <laughs> oh, I don't use them because I'm I'm somewhat brand picky. I I use the Trader Joe's. No, I hate you. And- <laughs> this has been a roller coaster of emotions right Oof, just yeah. a whipsaw of mike's affections <laughs> yeah i want to donate them all to the there's a there's a homeless uh shelter slash you know, uh, now now i'm just mm. now i'm just scoffing at you now i'm just um, i have disdain because <laughs> they're convenient for handing out but i just keep forgetting to take them so i have this massive pile of shampoo and soap and in fact some of it's even on my desk right now because it hasn't made it downstairs to the bucket yet so it's just a pile of all these little sample size. Sounds like my last date. <laughs> and I was going to say, on the grandmother front, I mean, my grandmother famously once tried to microwave a Thanksgiving turkey. And as a oh, result, yeah. I right. have never eaten awesome. a microwave turkey. I won't <laughs> <Good>. do it. <that. laughs> that's a good stance. Yeah, that's a, that's probably a really tough tough one to stick to you know, in your daily life. They, they're everywhere and they're so delicious. Congratulations. But you'll never know. Well, let's talk about Jeremy Renner, shall we? Uh, I am have to. hoping that I never ha- have to hear the term Ren's Day again. If Luke <laughs> continues to call it Ren's Day, there's going to be some thro- phone throwing from me. <clears throat> but we're talking about actor and star Jeremy Renner because he's apparently breaking big this summer, even though he has starred in any number of movies. And wasn't he nominated for an Oscar for The Heart Locker? I don't That's know. over. He'll never be nominated for another Oscar as long as as he's doing Jeep commercials and, you know. Right. So he's got this He'll be doing chewing tobacco things soon. (laughs) He's got this Jeep commercial, this major Jeep. I don't know how how can Matthew McConaughey do Lincoln commercials and still get movie roles, but Jeremy Renner can't just do a Jeep commercial? No. Jeeps are stupid. Lincolns are cool. (laughs) Oh, I see. (laughs) Well, I... I think yes. because it's a it's a cross promotion for his music oh, quote unquote career. Makes it yeah. worse. Yeah. <laughs> because the the commercial features him going to a gig, I guess. Uh, oh, it's way so to painful tell us to that he's an in, that he's a musician now. Uh-huh. Yep. It's really and, painful. Uh, 
to cap it all off, the Jeremy Renner app, which you could <laughs> buy, I guess, on iPhone and Android. Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> and I guess the big story on this app was it went out of control because all the push notifications you receive um, are formatted so that it seems like Jeremy Renner is replying to you. <laughs> so if somebody else replies to you, it comes as being from him. And... Um, Hey, if the app is free, I would pay for the Jeremy Renner, you know, um, (laughs) interaction. But but don't ask me to pay for the Renner app without knowing that I'm going to get some Renner Mm -hmm. when I'm in there. Exactly. As as Meredith mentioned, within a couple of days, I think the day after Luke and Andrew talked about the story, um, the app had been shut down because Jeremy (laughs) Renner was like, guys... I was just trying to make something cool and nice and everybody else just had to be jerks about it. And now mm-hmm. it goes away. I'm this really is sorry so stupid. to all my super fans. Why didn't they just design the app a little different? They could have just changed the app, right? Mm-hmm. So it didn't have that feature. Because it's not like people were being tricky. This was how the app was designed. It's not our fault. It's the designer's fault. Right. There's something I don't know. else going maybe, on here. I Maybe it... Um, Maybe he his ego was mm-hmm. a little bit fragile over it because he because the joke the joke was on him sort of right. I mean, there aren't very many people who were like, "Who a Jeremy Renner?" At? Right. <gasps> I just love him so much. <laughs> Maybe he just sort of figured out that people were mocking. I learned about this app from Paul somehow. F. Tompkins, and he seemed genuinely delighted. But I have a feeling he was joking. <laughs> Well, Paul F. Tompkins is one of those people who delights in in oddities and yes, weirdness. He does. So I I think that um, the people who were interacting with the app were not necessarily as enthusiastic and heartfelt fans of Jeremy yeah. Renner's as he had hoped. So <laughs> perhaps well, it was I think best. probably the majority were, but but they they just weren't making themselves felt uh, like the detractors. Of the app, probably. The vocal or. minority detractors. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. here's a Haters question. with a Z. Whose, whose app would you join? If you're, we're not, okay, we're all pretty much agreed that mm. probably, I mean, I like, have liked some of the stuff that Jeremy Renner's done in the past, so I don't have anything against him, but I wouldn't download his app. Is there somebody you would hmm. follow like that? Um. Idris Elba, Phil probably. Phil yeah. Collins. Yeah. Ooh, Idris Elba. Hmm. That could be fun. Yeah. Because I just can't, I can't think of anybody that I'm so into that I'd pay three ninety nine to get their app. Pay three ninety nine oh, for yeah. an app? No, 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 no. Yeah. 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 No. Nobody. The answer to the three ninety nine yeah. question is if it was free. Nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Then the other thing we have to talk about is, is how do you feel about his music? And I've been very vocal on this program that I think that people should like what they like and that music is uh, completely subjective and we should not make fun of the other things that people like because we, it's wrong and it's bad. But um, Jeremy Renner describes his own music style as Imagine Dragons meets Queen. <laughs> Uh, I didn't hear any queen in, in any of that. No, a lot of Imagine Dragons. I can hear though. the Imagine Dragons, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, drag queen. He should call his band drag queen. Yeah. Um, it's not very yeah. imaginative music. Let's put it that way. Right. Yeah. It's unimaginative dragons. <laughs> he doesn't seem to have a lot of natural talent, which is why they had to robotize his voice so much. Right. That, that alone oh, doesn't give me a lot of hope. The other week when I was yammering on in a bitchy way about scat and how the reason that some scat scat sounds bad is that people are not trained and if you are trained then your scat sounds good jeremy renner is not trained in scatting yeah (laughs) yeah i agree does he scat where are you guys hearing all this i've only heard it like the jeep it wasn't oh okay well i didn't listen to the show yeah Ah. adjacent he made some funny sounds with his mouth that they played several times but it, you'd be uh, you'd well, be forgiven to not understand what they were doing because it didn't make any sense. I, I, having seen the the Jeep commercial and and just the snippet of song there and how terrible that was, I mean I'm ninety nine point eight six three percent sure <laughs> that it's all shit. But to me, it's a way better story if that's the only shit on the album and the rest is genius. And someday I, I hear the album and go, oh, my God. Wouldn't that this be guy. something? <laughs> this guy was misunderstood. This guy's amazing. He's a musical genius. Yes. I want that to be the, the mm. case. Yeah. yeah well, no. this is a hard case, too, because people are not forgiving of actors who want to be singers. I mean, I think as uh-huh. a group, we're just generally yeah. resentful of people Sing who have... Them. Go to my cooler, see, <laughs> Go to my cooler. Yep. My, 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 my. But I'm in totally in favor of that. Specific so we're going to go song. out. We're going to go out with some box masters at the end of the episode. <laughs> yes. But again, I think that we are resentful of people who have achieved stardom in one alley. Mm-hmm. Believing that they can just easily translate yeah. it into another, yep. into horrible. another discipline, and so I, yeah. I think that's there have been some like musicians sure. who were good actors and actors who were good musicians, but well, and the, there have been plenty of like comedians who have gone on to be tremendous actors. Mm-hmm. But but and speaking uh, of LeBron James, the, I think he's really the great. singing thing. Yes, LeBron James. What was um? He, he was, was in, in Trainwreck. In Trainwreck, he was great. Yeah, he was yeah. really great. Yeah, athletes, actors. I just think singing is it's a tougher hill to climb. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know this more than than anyone. I mean, it's just you can either do it or you fucking can't. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, you can't. You can't fake it. You know, yeah. it's like it, the same same thing with acting, I guess. But but um, but singing, it's it's a discipline. As much as it is a, a, a skill or a talent, even it's people who have natural singing talent take lessons and study and practice and mm-hmm. <laughs> for yeah. their entire and lives. Then you, you get people like I don't, Paris Hilton, who's oh, yeah. talented at nothing, who released yeah. a couple of albums and got in there just because she has money and name recognition. Yeah, and Pia Zadora a, was the Paris Hilton of the eighties. Just I I'm famous. I'm good looking. I have an album. Mm-hmm. Hey, buy it. And I'm like, what do you? What the fuck? Why? Why would I make a perfume like everyone else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to smell like Kira Knightley. <laughs> 
too Bob bad. makes one of us. <laughs> oh, no, I think uh, she only advertises Chanel. It's not her own fragrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby, if, even if you smelled like Kira Knightley, I'm still not giving you any action. So <laughs> let's not get carried away. What was Britney's perfume? Didn't she have one? Mm. Mm. Toxic? Ooh, that's yeah, probably toxic. good. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, uh, fantasy. Right. Fantasy Britney Spears. That's what I see coming up really quickly. Oh, the, this is a multiple answer. Uh, people also ask, which Britney Spears perfume smells the best? And there's oh. a whole list. Radiance, Midnight Whoa. Fantasy, Circus Fantasy, Intimate Fantasy, Curious Heart. Circus Fantasy? Did you say Circus Fantasy? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> it's like peanut shells wow. and elephant That's poop. A, and, uh, she has 22 a, a different there. perfumes, you guys. Uh this is great because I found an article detailing her top 20 best, which Ugh. means two didn't make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, not to oh, rush boy. us along, but I've got to call my right. attorney to see if I can copyright um, Chili Radio's Ren's Day before anybody else gets to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's move on to this lawsuit. A, a rooster in France won a lawsuit. I object to this characterization. I don't think the rooster itself was sued. I believe the owners of the roosters were of the rooster was sued, so I I mean, I don't like this, Luke. You were being cute with this. But it won this lawsuit where the next door neighbors sued it for cockadoodle doing it too loudly in the morning. Uh Boy, and if there was ever it, something to isolate <laughs> And the judgment was a thousand euros to the rooster because rooster's going to roost. Mm-hmm. We did get a throw your phone on this from Justina. She says, I know I'm probably too late for the recap. Not too late, Justina. But may I say, roosters be loud, yo. Mm. There was one in the house across the road for about a month and the neighborhood went ballistic. Because you see, the idea that roosters crow in the morning is a myth. Roosters crow all the damn day. Let me repeat, all the damn day. No, just no. (laughs) It's true, Justina. um, It's totally true. It just bothers you at five in the morning. I'm sorry, When you're trying to stay asleep. What what was that, Stephen? What does it do? It bothers you. Thank you, somebody. Thank you, Meredith. Mike Mike didn't understand what I was asking for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm watching here? Antonio Brown in a Patriots uniform, and it's making me fucking crazy. Yeah, oh, uh, no. yeah welcome to my life in the AFC East. It's a hard Mike. day for you. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I need to turn off the TV. <laughs> well, so okay, I was I was firmly on the rooster side until Justina's throw your phone came through but she has made me consider the other point of view on this because on one hand yes roosters are going to roost what are you going to do about it but this whole question of how urban was the area how rural was the area where are you going to have your roosters i think it's more complicated than it seems Maybe on first blush, even though the entire country of France apparently was on the rooster side. 
I don't know if it's only, and they said it only crowed for about 20 minutes in the morning or not 20 minutes, 20 seconds, 20 That's seconds not so bad. in the morning. That, I don't know. But I've heard a lot of people complain about backyard chicken coops being noisy and attracting pests and, mm-hmm. and all, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's a cute idea, but it sounds like it mm-hmm. irritates your neighbors and makes everybody hate you. So the lesson right. here is cockadoodle don't rush to judgment. <laughs> Bobby, penalty box, two minutes. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works, but yeah. um I I mean I think I think in the end I'd prefer to get along with my neighbors yeah. than have a rooster. Me too. But that's just my thing. Uh, let's go to the last topic in news you can't use which is that horrible international monster amazon uh accidentally question mark shipped a small number in quotations of margaret atwood's sequel to the handmaid's tale it's interesting i didn't i don't know if she's been writing that for a while or if it's just with the tv show everybody was all hot for more in the handmaid's tale franchise um, I'm sure but, she had a blank check at some point. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Um, so there was, I guess, an embargo on shipping these. It was such tight control over the books, and you're not allowed to put them out in your bookstore until 12.01 on whatever the day it was, and Amazon whoopsied. And I, I think Luke and Andrew addressed this. What does Amazon mean by a small number? It's Amazon. Do they mean right. 20 or do they mean 2,000? Because that changes how I feel about this, I guess. And independent booksellers were like, hey, what's the deal? We're playing by the rules and they're just able to do whatever the hell they feel like it. No, thank you. And they talk for a while about how bookstores are wonderful, rare, sacred, magical places, and libraries, too. I kind of agree with that. I think libraries are one of the best things that we do Mm -hmm. as people. And that leads to talk about Amazon and how Andrew feels guilty sometimes using Amazon. And there was a story about how he was going to go to the sound supply store, audio store, across the street from him and get some sort of incomprehensible cable. Many to many female to male split something, something, I don't know. Um, but instead of walking across the street, he just ordered it from Amazon. And that was that. And he feels bad about that. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, Meredith, you use Amazon a lot. I know Bobby does. Mm-hmm. I'm also back Mike on the doesn't... ice now for what that's worth. <laughs> Good. Mike doesn't buy anything off of Amazon, but that's because Emily does. And I rarely shop on Amazon because I don't know. I, like if I needed a cord, I want it now. I don't. Yeah, I think if I had I'd a rather store run out to Best Buy, if I had a store across the street that had everything that I needed, I would never shop at Amazon. I would rather mm-hmm. get it right now. I mean, that's the downside to online shopping is you have to wait. Yep. Well, except in Boston, where I can now order something and have it delivered in an hour for Amazon at my office. Yeah, I had that in Dallas. <laughs> that was dangerous. Yeah, but you guys do Prime, and I, st- I still don't do Amazon right. Prime because I am stubbornly cheap about this. No. I, I don't know. Amazon's not good. No, but what it, is? It's incredibly... I mean... It's incredibly... <laughs> 
Yeah, it's incredibly good and incredibly convenient and incredibly bad and all of those things. Right. So, But I mean, I could also just hop in my car and drive 20 minutes and go buy everything from those saints at Walmart who give all their employees a living wage and great benefits. And, right. Uh, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So eh, this is tough. This is... This is complicated because is it like Chick-fil-A where people say, yeah, but all those big companies are terrible. And you're like, yeah, no, but Chick-fil-A is actually specifically worse. Yep. Or or is Amazon actually specifically worse? Maybe. Or is this just the awkward evolution of how these things work? It's, it's well, not it good. Gets, but it it's... gets down to politics or business practices or, I mean, wh- where's your line? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> You know, I, I to me, I don't give a shit about any of it. So I'll buy what I'm going to buy, and I'm going to consume what I'm going to consume. But I I get that people care, and I, but there are there are lines, right? I mean, you you don't want to do. Some people don't want to buy pizza from Papa John's because he's an asshole, and mm-hmm. some people don't want to get Chick Fil A because they're assholes about certain, you know, things that I hold dearly or whatever or we hold dearly but um when it comes to amazon it's just they they're just a relentless business machine you know and they're anti-labor and they're they're this and that but it's not politics so it's capitalism baby yeah it is and they won and they're they're winning and they won and they're they're gonna keep stomping all over everything and you know it's hard to fight against it and but if it's important to you then do it fight against it interesting that we were going to have a we were debating about how deep of a conversation to have about this particular topic we chose to only go light on it and then we just went deep on a completely different angle of this conversation (laughs) we just went into is amazon evil when we were debating whether or not to talk about the feminism angle of this with luke wondering if it's okay to enjoy handsmaids too oh right 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 (laughs) yes that's true well we did get to throw your phone from sam on that one it was pretty long and um and sort of pretty involved. So we decided that, you know, maybe we can summarize Sam's point on that, where, uh, where they do ponder the, I don't know, ethics, morals, whatever, morality, of enjoying something like the handmaid's tale. And yet, uh, watching game of Thrones without any similar reservations. I mean, both of which feature the subjugation and violence against women in different ways. I mean, I don't know what the answer. I don't think they're comparable though. I mean, that's the whole point of the handmaid's tale, but nobody would watch it if it wasn't enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it's interesting. It's well Well, done. It's if nobody, yeah, nobody would watch it if it wasn't, you know, engrossing. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily enjoyable because it's not I, a fun romp. Remember, that's for sure. Right, right. I remember just being glad I watched it, but it wasn't like, um, oh, that was you know. I've only seen sweet. a few minutes of it, but that that ad exec secretary has really made her way up the ranks, hasn't she? <laughs> uh, yeah, she's doing great. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Well, I I think they talked about this a little bit on the show, but when I read The Handmaid's Tale, you know, back when I was. 20 or 22 or something like that. I remember thinking, oh, you know, that's a really interesting speculative science fiction piece (laughs) about something that could happen. Mm -hmm. 
uh, isn't that funny. And now I just don't find it very funny anymore in, in these days when the people who are, would be quite happy in that society seem to be coming out of the woodwork and establishing a foothold in government. I have not watched The Handmaid's Tale because I'm like, I just, I don't even, maybe it's hiding my head in the sand, but it's, that's not enjoyable for me. Well, it's available on Amazon. And so you can just go grab it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Just to be clear, Elizabeth Moss will always be Zoe Bartlett to me. That other thing was just a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I, and there is a big uh, question to be talked about Game of Thrones wise with violence against women. And he, George R. R. Martin was doing some interesting things with the books, and he one of his intentions was to show a more realistic version of what a medieval society might be like. Where I mean, it's not all princess dresses and fairies and courtly love and all that other bullshit that people like to fantasize about it was tough and women were property and their bodies could be used and taken by anybody and i think his intention was to show more of the realization of that and then to some extent the showrunners i think took that and pushed it into the little tna so yeah. it got it, it well the themes yeah. were there they sort of seemed to start doing it for the sake of showing it rather than to explore the theme of it a little well, bit. Well, so. I I'm sure whatever time period they were trying to depict, I mean that that's kind of like you know nebulous in its in its own way, but um whatever time period, I'm sure it was a time period where uh uh white guys weren't nice to women in general and finding a guy who was nice to women and cool with women was more or less a rarity. Uh, But if, if you have to show that, do it sexy. (laughs) That's true. If you have to show what's going on, just do it sexy. Don't do it shitty. Let's be honest. We all like looking at, nice bodies right we're all people yeah Yeah. let the lady be kind of into it even if you know there was no way that she was ever going to be into it in reality you know because this is who we are this is this is us and let you know turnabout is fair play let's see some peen yeah oh sure yeah i i wish there were more peen Meredith's like, no, no thank you. Good. Yeah, good <laughs> enough peen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not an attractive Right. Thing. I don't right. need to see it. I just want there to be parody. I get that. Yeah. Parody in the peen. Just, you know, go work for the TSA. You'll see plenty of not microphone peen. Just, just rolling through you. <laughs> but I, I, I like that Luke and Andrew are, are thinking about this. I, I don't like that Luke says, are we allowed to enjoy yeah. Game of Thrones? Because, come on, you got to make those decisions for yourself, bud. But of course. <laughs> it's not about what you're allowed and not allowed to do. But I'm I'm glad they're talking about it. It's a good thing. Yeah. And thank you for getting us thinking about this even more of Carlos. Yes. <laughs> All right, that's it. Final thoughts? 
Was there anything real good this week that stuck in our brains? I barely mm. remember what happened this week, so... Can we? Can it still you know, be Buck Dustwell? I know that was the week before, but I'm still riding high of <laughs> Buck Dustwell. <laughs> True. I was listening to this week, and I, I felt like the shows were just slipping through my memory's fingers as I listened to them. You know, mm-hmm. an hour and a half later, I was like, what was the topic today? I don't remember anything. That's been the last couple weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's it then. Uh, All right. How did the just must listen? The, the just ended up back on the must listen. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, hip, hip parade actually is what I would put in the must listen. Um, What's well, a song? I'd say the, What's... the ghost of Mike Pesca really is getting in on our run sheet. Mm-hmm. Except you know he's still alive, but. Right. Uh, what was it? I think last I actually don't listen to the just regularly anymore, but I keep it in my feed because I cherry pick. And um, I think Me it was too. last week he had some guest hosts, and one of them was Lauren Ober. Oh, from uh, from Phyllis's project from the spectacular from, failures. Yeah, that's the one. So she she guested for him for a day. So I don't know. I guess I didn't listen to it, but go go find that. I'm sure it's good. Yeah. She's fun to listen to. All right. Hello, Hampton Inn. Did you bring my bench? (laughs) You you got Ottoman? Why is the Ottoman soggy? Your Ottoman, very soggy. (laughs) All right. Buy stuff from us. Buy our merch, uh, littleredbandwagon.com. The archive project, uh, completely dead. Buy stuff from... uh, from Amazon through uh, littleredbandwagon.com forward slash Amazon that benefits us and helps helps us pay for Oreos and uh, uh, web hosting earbuds and earworms songs about encompassing a mood that uh, that song is going to be sorry that uh, episode is coming out t- today I'm sure oh, yeah. it'll be out by the time you hear our voices so um, it's a very wide topic and I had some thoughts on it, but, uh, I will, uh, I will, uh, get on their Facebook and expand on my thoughts as you should get involved with the show by finding us at littleredbandwagon.com. You can send us your feedback just like Sam and Justina and occasionally other people do it. Throw your phone.com Facebook, little red bandwagon, the show Twitter's LRB podcast, you can email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. You can do like Justina did and send us a voice memo to that same address, and we will use it. Probably. Let's just put a probably on there just in case, but we'll probably use it. Fax in us- case it's profanity-laced and, and just right. racist and awful. That would know. probably make us use it more. Well, you beep it out. Those are always good. We yeah. can just beep out yeah. all the good stuff. Fax us at 617-354-8513. Uh, And with that, Meredith, why don't you get us out of here? Until next time, this is the next party. We love you, Jim. Nailed it. Baby, can't you see? I'm calling. A guy like you should wear a warning. It's dangerous. I'm falling. There's no
not even supposed to be here today. Still shutters are closed. I deal with every backward ass fk on the planet. I smell like shoe polish. My ex girlfriend is catatonic after fking a dead guy. And my present girlfriend has sucked 36 37. Even supposed to be here today. Oh, f you. 